solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And in the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been every single day. But I'm just some sports guy, Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys for the first episode of this week's Locked On Texans. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you their way. Of course, I can't do this show. And I, I'm not, nobody's Michael Jordan, nobody's Scottie Pippen anymore because Scottie Pippen has been going on this tour. But Shaq and Kobe, however you want to say it, I can't do the show without Cody Davis. What's going on? Welcome into the show for today. Normally, I say I'm doing well, but I'm not doing so well. Chris Paul isn't playing well in the NBA playoffs, and my boy Giannis Antetokounmpo got hurt last night, man. And this this I'm NBA surprised you said his name correctly. I always do. You know, you know, I stumble a lot with names, but for some reason, I never have you a problem him saying right. Giannis Antetokounmpo's name. But with that being said, glad to be back for another week of Locked On Texans. And on today's show, John and I are going to take a look at how Demarius Thomas was actually a missed opportunity for the Houston Texans during the time the team acquired him in the midst of the 2018 season. And then we're going to close out this installment of Locked On Texans, looking at how in the world did pro football focus leave off Deshaun Watson when they was doing their ranking for the top 10 quarterbacks heading into the 2020. 21 season but first john and i are going to get this latest installment of locked on texans kicked off looking at who can actually emerge as the texans mvp this season now we all know everything that's going on with deshaun watson and if this was a normal year by far watson would still be the team's mvp since deshaun watson is no longer a part of this equation here in the city of houston there has been a lot of talks going around social media amongst texan fans of who is going to step up as Houston's MVP for this upcoming season? And John, I don't know about you, but when I take a look at what the Houston Texans are entering this upcoming season with, I'm going to go off the limb and say their MVP for this season is going to be Zach Cunningham. First and foremost, this is a guy who actually, yeah, I know. I wish, I wish the listeners can actually see your face, but let me prove my point. There is a possibility that Cunningham can emerge as the Texans MVP candidate because first and foremost, there is a possibility that he can actually be the Texans best defensive player going into the 2021 season. Cunningham did in fact have a breakout year last season. He led the league in tackles with 164, and he also recorded a run defensive grade of 72.7 and a pass rush grade of 78.6, according to Pro Football Focus. And I also want to mention, due to the departure of J.J. Watt and Terrell Adams, there is a possibility that the Texans are going to rely heavily upon Cunningham to pick up the slack that Watt and Adams are going to leave behind. Another reason why I feel he is going to take that step as not only the Texans' best defensive player, but someone who can actually be Houston's best player slash MVP caliber player for next season 
is due to Houston's new defensive coordinator in Lovey Smith. We have heard time and time again since Smith has arrived in Houston that his main priority is to is to put his players in packages and defensive schemes that will play to the strong suits of his players. We all know that Cunningham is a little bit below average as a linebacker in pass coverage, but he is a linebacker who knows how to cause disruption in the opposing team's backfield. And when you take a look at Cunningham's sack numbers last year, he ended last year with only three sacks. I believe that is going to go up tremendously for this upcoming season, which will in fact make him one of the Texans, if not the Texans' best player, heading into the 2021 season. You know, I absolutely wish the listeners could have saw my face. And you guys will be able to soon because in the month of August, we will be kicking off the Locked On Texans YouTube page. So will everybody else with the Locked On Podcast family. However, you know, Zach Cunningham is one of those players where under Lovey Smith, under a simplified uh, defensive scheme that we are expecting to see this year, uh, considering he just got his contract extension last season. He's been with this team since 2017. You know, he's the opposite side of Deshaun Watson. Both came in 2017 together, signed their contract extension together. Just things are not working out right now, right? And defensively, Zach Cunningham is a very strong name however we are still in the 2021 nfl season in this day and age offense is king so who do i think will be the mvp for this season i gotta go with brandon cooks i gotta go with brandon cooks you know a player who's played with tom brady drew Brees, deshaun watson a safe option by the way a very safe option and not only is he safe but he's also a very explosive target if you can get him in some space, that helps out Tyrod Taylor, right? That helps him out tremendously because he's not a player where you have to throw him the ball uh, 10 times out of 10. You don't have to. But when Brandon Cooks get the ball in space, there's some things he can do offensively for this team, right? And we're also, you know, at least I am, Cody, I'm looking at this the rest of this wide receiver group. And let me say this really quick. I forgot to mention, Philip Lindsay is also my picker because I believe he will be the starter, starter running back. Philip Lindsay was almost my pick for who I believe will be the MVP for this team. Brandon Cooks is just happening to come into his second year with this team, uh, and totally different circumstances than what he did the first go round. But I also look at his history in the league and say he's safe, he's explosive. Uh, Nico Collins, we're expecting him to be a starter. Uh, look around this this wide receiver depth chart, Kiki QT. Cody, you had that conversation about whether or not this is a make or break year for Kiki QT. What can we get out of him? Andre Roberts, Chris Conley. So all of those receivers don't beat Brandon Cooks at all as far as depth chart, as far as what they bring to the table and game for an offense and quarterback. Tyrod Taylor and Brandon Cooks can also just be good together. His time in Buffalo – uh, Tyrod Taylor had Sammy Watkins who ran a 4-4. He also had Marquise Goodwin who ran a 4-2. So that speed and being able to win outside or win inside with route running ability, that will give Taylor some confidence, a comfort level there. And moving forward, who else can he really throw to on the, you know, when when it, when you need it, when you need to make a throw? It's only Brandon Cooks. 
And we have high hopes for Nico Collins. I still think Nico will have a decent season depending on who's their quarterback and just offensive circumstances. But Brandon Cooks is number one. And Brandon Cooks will help this offense move uh, whenever the run game isn't helping or whenever you need a, a thrown, a pass made. He's going to be that guy to make that catch. I like your pick saying Brandon Cooks. However, like I mentioned, I do feel it's a safe option. But the only two rebuttal I have, the reason why I don't feel Brandon Cooks will be the team's MVP for this upcoming season. And I wrote about this for my player profile looking at what to expect for Cooks for the upcoming season over at USA Today Texans Wire. There's two things I'm looking at for Cooks this year. One, this is going to be the first time in his career that he is going to be playing with a quarterback who is not in consideration to be a top 10, a top 12 quarterback. And I'm very interested to see how is that going to affect him. Cooks is a very talented receiver. I've always considered him to be one of the most underrated players in the league. This is a guy who has recorded over 1,000 yards in receiving for five out of his seven years of his career, but he was playing with Tom Brady. He started off his career with Drew Brees. He, he had the best version of Jerry Goff. And of course, this past season, he was with Deshaun Watson. I want to know, are we still going to see that borderline Pro Bowl player that we have seen for the majority of his career with someone like Tyrod Taylor or maybe Davis Mills throwing him the football? And, uh, and, and two, I'm not too sure that Brandon Cooks is going to finish the entire season with the Houston Texans. I do believe if he gets off to a great start, and let's be real, the Texans season start going a little bit left, I can see Nick Casario actually flipping him for better assets in order to help with this Texans rebuild. And I understand it. Yes, Brandon Cooks has told us multiple times that he does not want to be traded no more. However, if he's on the verge of a career season and the Texans are sitting at one in nine by the trade deadline, he's going to be okay if Nick Casario wants to move him to a contender. You know, I will say this. Neither one of us mentioned probably the best player on this team, and that's Larry Tunsil. Like, I mean, and, and and here we go. Maybe I'm being biased or, or maybe you're not giving the big man their respect, but neither one of us mentioned what Laramie Tunsil actually means to this team. Because now, you know, when you play with Deshaun Watson, there are going to be games where he's going to make up for the lack of what you did. Now for Laramie Tunsil, ain't no Watson, man. You kind of back in the situation where you was in Miami, you know? And this year you took that pay cut to rework some things for this upcoming season. Next year you're going to get paid, what, $22, $23 million? Hey, what, what, are, you, what are we going to get out of you? And that says a lot. We Like, Cody, before we move on, where is Laramie Tunsil on your MVP list for the Texans? I will have to say three. Given that Zach Cunningham, um, Brandon Cooks, who will be second, and then Laramie Tunsil. It's, it's very interesting to see how this all plays out, though. I will say that. Guys, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Let's make some extra money. Let's do this together. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Some boxing will do you justice. Shout out to Tank Davis. 
Don't sit on the sidelines or the ring anymore. This is your chance to get into the action, get into the game. Teams are getting ready to make their runs for the NBA Finals. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. That's promo code L O C K E D O N. Bet Online is your online sports book experts. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this latest installment of Locked On Texans. And John and I wanted to take a look at how Demarius Thomas could possibly end up being one of the greatest missed opportunities for the Houston Texans. And for those of you who do not know, Thomas actually retired from the NFL on Monday, and he had a he has had a very good career. He was a full-time pro bowler. Of course, the majority of his, of his best years was spent as a member of the Denver Broncos. Of course, he was part of that Super Bowl championship in 2015. And when the Broncos started to dismantle their championship team, Thomas found his way to the city of Houston. He was acquired in a mid-season trade with the Texans. I believe it was for a third and a fourth round pick. If I'm not mistaken, John, you could correct me. But Thomas actually was a really solid piece to the Texans season. And we can go back and revisit that 2018 year. That was the year the Texans finished, I believe, 10 and 6. And they had that nine-game winning streak. And Things was looking bright for the Texans at that time. However, to refresh everyone's memory, Thomas tore his Achilles during the season finale. And when you take a look at everything that has transpired for the Houston Texans since 2018, and it's part of the reason why they are in the situation that they are in today, Thomas is part of the reason why the Texans are part of a rebuilding stage. And John, to prove my point even further, when I go back and I take a look at what Thomas meant to the Texans when he arrived through those seven games, a lot of people may not remember, but part of the reason why there was an excitement for Thomas' arrival here in Houston, he was actually going to be the team's number two receiver because remember, that was the same year the Texans lost Will Fuller after he tore his ACL. And if I'm not mistaken, they actually acquired Thomas two weeks after Will Fuller was out for the remainder of the season. We started to see the chemistry that he was developing with Deshaun Watson. We started to see both him and DeAndre Hopkins start to play off one another. And when Thomas went down, that is part of the reason why the Texans got their behinds handed to them during that postseason when they lost 21-7 to to Indianapolis. A lot of people may not realize this, but when you go back and you take a look at that playoff game, because there was no Will Fuller, but in this argument, because there wasn't no Thomas, that gave Indianapolis an opportunity to put double coverage on DeAndre Hopkins, and this man ended the game with 37 yards with five catches. If Thomas is healthy, that does not happen. The Texans move on, and then you're looking at the possibility of the Texans entering that following season with D-Hop, Thomas, and Will Fuller as receivers one, two, and three. Yeah, you know, when I look at the Texans, like the list of players that they should have brought back or kept or, you know, however you want to name it, Demarius Thomas for me, Cody, just doesn't come up. Uh, and then he had, you know, in seven games, averaged right under 40 yards per game, had a couple of good moments for Houston. But overall, that injury was something that they knew was more serious than what they probably wanted to wait for or pay for you know he hadn't played since 2019 last played for the new york jets 
played in uh, 11 games, started 10, 36 catches for 433 yards, 12 yards per catch. And, uh, you know, by Demarius Thomas standards, that's well below average. And I look at a Tyshawn Gibson, who I thoroughly believe Houston should have kept. I look at a Jalila Dye, who I thoroughly believe Houston should have kept. You know, those two players had impact plays and were impact players for the time that they spent here in Houston. For Demarius Thomas in those seven games, you know, averaging under that 40 yards per game, I, I just think, like, I just think he wasn't what we were going to – he wasn't what the, the Houston Texans needed, you know. Um, for instance, the Texans has needed Kiki QT to get constant playing time. They fumbled the bag on that. They fumbled that situation. He just came in for seven games and, and, and did what he had to do in those seven games, and he got hurt. If he would have never gotten hurt, then, yes, he would have been back in Houston. No doubt about it. But that injury was too uh, significant for Houston to try to waste time on negotiating or seeing whether or not he'll come back and we can do without him for a few games. You know, I just thought that they made the right move by not signing Demarius Thomas. And I actually was a huge fan of Demarius Thomas, and I would have liked him back if it wasn't for that knee injury. Personally, I may I, maybe I would have taken a chance on him on a cheap deal. But for Houston, it's totally it's totally understandable. It, it was a business decision, and I I think that's a move we can kind of live with. I agree with everything that you just said. But once again, if Thomas doesn't get hurt, well, you can let me know if you agree or disagree. If Thomas doesn't get hurt, do you believe the trajectory that this team went through the 2018 postseason and all of 2019? Do you or do you not see him being valuable to the point? that the Texans will not be in the situation that they are in today. And I also want to mention, because Thomas got hurt, and as a result, they release him, that is another reason why they had to give up more assets in the trade for Laramie Tunsil in order to bring back Kenny Steele. If Thomas doesn't get hurt, there is no need to go out and add Kenny Steele to that trade for Laramie Tunsil. Then once again, maybe the Texans are not in the position that they are in today. Yeah, I mean, if, if Thomas doesn't get hurt, then that does add another weapon on this team with playoff experience, Super Bowl experience. Demarius brought a lot to this team before he got hurt. And so it would have changed. My only response, my original response was to the one of the biggest. I, I don't think not bringing Demarius back what it was one of the biggest. I think I think Houston has done specifically in the last three to four years, Houston has done more to you know pinpoint not guys who they traded or not guys who they drafted, just guys that should have been brought back. I look at and prioritize Gibson and Jalila Dye over Demarius Thomas. Here's why. The very next year after Gibson and the Dye are gone, the secondary is the worst secondary in the league. And we are having this conversation of, well, are we not seeing the best version of Justin Reed because he's essentially – playing with Lonnie Johnson Jr. in a rookie year type of situation as safety, not his actual rookie year, but this is his rookie year at safety. And it's taken away from what Reed could possibly do. It's taken away from what the rest of the defense could possibly do. Like that's why I'm saying in recent years, 
Demarius Thomas doesn't even pinpoint cross on radar for me. Those two players do. But at that time, if the if the injury would have never happened, then Houston would have been better off offensively, of course. I agree with that. You know, listeners and Cody, I just got another Built Bar box in today. Woke up this morning, went to go run a mile, and my best time ever, ran a mile at 13 minutes flat, my new PR. Got home and I was really hungry. Didn't want to eat something too heavy because I had to go to work. And my Built Bar box was right there, ready for me to eat with everything that I love about Bill Bar. The 17 grams of protein, only four grams of sugar, only four grams net carbs. Those are the things that I love about Bill Bar. Not only they're the best tasting, they're also very healthy. You have a lot of options you can choose from, including what I ordered today, the peanut butter brownie that came in the mail. Uh, also, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to billboard.com. Guys, go to billboard.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at billboard.com. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. 99 at advance a big chain store but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Los Angeles Clippers are back in the game. Get more of the Sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to the first week edition of Locked On Texans once again. The NFL channel is in the offseason, and right now we are posting only three times a week. That is going to last all the way up until the week of July 19th. That is when we are going to go back to our daily Monday through Friday shows. However, to close out this first week's installment of Locked On Texans, John, listeners, I get it right now. It is hard to 
rank it is hard to justify it is hard to just have any football discussion about Deshaun Watson however regardless of what is going on off the field no one can not deny the on-field talent that this man showcased and as of June 30 of 2021 if the NFL season started today Deshaun Watson nine times out of ten would be sitting at home but he would not be suspended he would be just on the Texans inactive list if the Texans were to trade him by the time we hit stop recording on this podcast and the in the in the season start today he could still play but for some reason George Chiruri of pro football focus release his ranking for the top 10 quarterbacks heading into the 2021 season listeners Deshaun Watson did not make the cut once again I understand everything that's going on off the field and yes there are questions surrounding whether or not Deshaun will be a part of this upcoming season but as of right now how can you make a top 10 list and do not include Deshaun Watson a guy who literally just led this league in passing yards the following year his list goes Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers Josh Allen Russell Wilson Dak Prescott Lamar Jackson Ryan Tannehill Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins with all due respect to George I am a big fan of George by the way he is the content producer over at Pro Football Focus but I totally disagree with this ranking because regardless of everything that's going on, you cannot name six quarterbacks better than Deshaun Watson as of June 30th, 2021. Yeah, you know, uh, let's take our personal feelings or, you know, whether or not we're still just paying uh, close attention to the legal situation that Deshaun Watson is facing. If we're talking strictly football, two halves, four quarters, I, I just I don't see how you are picking 10 quarterbacks over Deshaun Watson. Uh, read, read that list off of players to me again, if you don't mind. I, I, I got to hear it one more time. I think the listeners need to hear it as well. Patrick Mahomes. I, I have okay. a lot of issues with this list, by the way. Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, okay. Okay. Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Baker oh Mayfield, gosh. and Kirk Cousins. You know, maybe they're looking at top 10 active quarterbacks right now. And technically, he hasn't been suspended. He hasn't He's still said active. he was going to see. Like, there's still a chance Deshaun could walk into the building in a few weeks and say, you know what? I'd rather stay in Houston. It, it'll cause a big media circus. It it would do wonders <laughs> in the city of Houston. But it's still a possibility. A it, small chance. It, small chance, but it can happen. But if we're going off technicalities here, I mean, you you guys, Baker Mayfield was voted over to Sean Watson a couple of years ago in the top 100. And immediately the show made everybody eat their words. Baker was 50. Deshaun was 51. I remember that. Gosh, and, and it's a slow period of the NFL, and people need things to talk about. That's, I, I think that's the best way we can put it, Cody. It's Maybe. Slow, it's pretty dead. Need something to talk about. Let's forget about technicalities and, and pick 10 guys better than Deshaun Watson. 
I'm just some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Take time out of your day. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy as well with two Y's at the end. I'm excited to be back to talk to you guys for the next couple of days. So let's do. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.